Hi, everyone. Uh, I've got some big news. Uh, I, I want everyone to know I'm actually releasing my own Patreon page. Um, and it'll be patreon.com slash that's classic. And I'm going to have different tier levels. I'm going to be offering more. Uh, basically, for $2.99 a month, that is the nostalgic tier. I'm going to have a monthly newsletter. And the newsletter is going to have behind-the-scenes stories about classic television, behind-the-scenes stories about classic movies, uh, a quick transcript from an upcoming interview I'll be doing. It's a lot of fun. And, uh, of course, my undying gratitude for supporting me. Uh, the next tier, the second tier, is actually called the retro tier, and that's $4.99 a month. And for $4.99 a month, you'll get the podcast I'm releasing um, one week early before I actually release it on YouTube, and that is with no ads. So you'll be able to see it with no ads, and you'll get it one week early. You'll still get the newsletter as well, by the way, and my undying support. And then my final tier is $7.99 a month, and for that, you will get exclusive bonus footage um, of that the podcast or uh, the interview that I released that week or possibly even um, from you know past interviews uh, footage that I haven't released before so uh, it's pretty exciting there's some really good stuff in there by the way um, also I'll be doing a live Q&A at times where I'll have a live chat and if you are a classic tier member I will actually answer your questions first as well um, the, and at, I also do a shout out at the end of each of my podcasts to all classic tier members, a lot of fun. I'm definitely trying to get you guys involved and, um, I, I think you'll enjoy it. So anyway, thank you again, whatever tier you come in at, I, I appreciate the support and, um, I, I look forward to it. Well, uh, today we have a very fun one, and I mean really a fun one. Um, we have none other than uh, Charlotte Stewart, who played Miss Beetle on Little House on the Prairie and umpteen other parts, which I can't wait to talk to her about. So Charlotte, thank you so much for being here. You're so welcome. Uh, to, uh, welcome to my home, crazy as it is. <laughs> oh, please. It looks wonderful, actually. It looks like a great home. I like it. Um, so right out of the gates, uh, I wanted to ask you, um, can you walk us through what that first audition or just what that whole audition process was like for you for Miss Beetle, how it came up about oh. what it was like? <laughs> I mean, I, I'm so curious because it sounded it's the little bit that I heard. It sounded pretty wild. Well, it was it was it was kind of crazy. You know, in those days, it was the early 70s. Um, I had already done Gunsmoke, Bonanza, and you know, a whole bunch of other shows. And I heard it was a Western. That's all I knew. I had oh. never heard of Little House on the Prairie before. I'd never seen the books. So I go to the interview and I walk in the waiting room and there's all these ladies there in Old West costumes. And of course, living where I lived in Topanga Canyon, California, I was in my jeans and uh, you know, a kind of a nice shirt. Um, did I just freeze? Yeah, it just oh, froze up. It, okay. It did. Well, let's see if let's see if it unfreeze. It it's kind of wild. I haven't seen this before. <laughs> the screen has actually become almost like an animated version of you. Now you're back. <laughs> oh, that was weird. It was so weird. I haven't seen it like that. I think that was David Lynch watching, you know, and he went, <laughs> wait a minute, wait a minute. <laughs> no, so so I show yeah. up at Paramount and um I walk in, I knew it was for a teacher. That's all I knew. And it was for some little girls, but I really didn't know anything else. So I walk in the room and there's like eight men, producer wow. behind his desk. And there's Michael Landon right inside the door. And I went, in my head, I went, uh-oh, this is big. <laughs> had you, had you, I, I, did I you realize you were going to see him? No, I didn't know any, anything that he was involved at all. Wow. Uh, I had worked on Bonanza, but never with him. Oh, so how maybe, wild. Maybe he saw me on Bonanza. I'm sure he did because I did three of them, you know, different different shows. Anyway, wow. I walk in, I'm a little overwhelmed. And the producer says, uh, you know, welcome. And and uh and he said, Are you are you ready to read? And I said, um, may I sit behind your desk? <laughs> He looked at me and looked at the man, all the other men and Michael and Michael started laughing. And I guess he kind of went and he said, uh, okay. So he got up, went over, sat on a folding chair 
and I got behind the desk and they were all kind of going and I went quiet oh my gosh and they all shut up and I did my interview I think that's what got me the part oh my gosh how <laughs> did you have literally the guts I don't do know. that in an audition with that level of I don't know power. I don't know why I did it I'll never know but I'm pretty sure that got me the part how soon after did you find out you got it um well I didn't have cell phones in those days so right. as soon as I got home the agent called and said you got it it's for four years now do you know what it means for an actor oh. I thought oh. it was an episode for an oh actor my gosh. for four years it's a dream <laughs> like the dream the dream job yeah Wow. Wow. Do you think, do you think you did kind of what you did and, and went in with like the vibe that you did because you had no idea just how big this was, was? Well, I, I was kind of unnerved because it was Michael Landon. I knew as so, soon as I saw him, I knew it, this was big, you know, mm -hmm. that he, you know, he's good. And, and he, he does television series, you know, I knew it was, a, it was for a series, but I didn't know anything else. Right. See, the I ghost know. came back again. Is that I'm, Michael? I'm telling <laughs> I've never had that happen in an interview. It's so wild to see that happen on the screen. For for anyone that's going to just be listening to this and not seeing it, you should definitely watch it um, at www.youtube.com slash that's classic TV because it's wild to see. It was um, a ghost Charlie. image. Yeah, it's like a ghost image comes up. It's crazy. Wow, that's, that's kind of cool. Um, so... So you get the part and how soon after, um, and here we go with the ghost image again, how soon after did you actually, you know, find yourself on the set? Oh, I think it was about a month because they had to, um, they had to make me a wig because I had just cut my hair short. It was shorter than what I'm wearing now, as if you could see. <laughs> Yeah, if I could, if I could see it, I'm staring at like an animated what if, image. What if it's my, my camera. Isn't that um, weird? So yeah, it was about a month. They had to make yeah. me a wig. I had to go for costume fittings, you know, for all the different outfits that she would wear. And that's where I met Melissa Gilbert. Melissa Gilbert, who was this like seven-year-old, walking into the wardrobe department at Paramount Studios, which is amazing. I mean, oh. they have racks and racks and racks of clothes you know oh. hanging from the ceiling and going back and, to like probably the 50s 40s 30s oh, yeah, everything. yeah yeah and I met this little girl who I realized uh you know was going to be playing Laura one of my little girls what was I she like at that point her. what was that meeting like oh she was just sweet she just you know she's just amazing amazing little girl did yeah. you two hit it off right away even there in the wardrobe room? Good. she was a little shy and so was I you know she was with her parents or her mom and um you know, but, you know, we hit it off pretty good. She was so amazing. I think that's the reason so many people liked Miss Beetle. Because when you see scenes with Laura and Miss Beetle, she adores Miss Beetle. And yeah. she gives her these looks that, you know, and <laughs> I couldn't have asked for a better co-star. <laughs> well, was it also, I was going to say, what, what, as an actor then, when she was giving you that, like, adoration, what were you feeling as the, as the, as Miss Beetle. Well, it, it fit the scene, you know, it fit the, the image of, of Miss Beetle teaching her to read and, and she was grateful and I just adored her. I adore Melissa Gilbert, you know, we, we just, we did hit it off. And of course, Melissa Sue Anderson too, but sure. Melissa Gilbert has this thing, you know, where she looks and, and, you know, it's not like a child acting. She was really doing it. You know, I, I admired her so much. She worked so hard. Wow. And did you, um, have you remained close with, with both of them? I, I hardly see them. I see them every once in a while. We will um, meet at a convention. We were at the Hollywood show last summer and I saw her there with her grandchildren. Wow. Which was fun. Sounds good to me. So what's okay. next? <laughs> So did you create like a bio of like an actor's bio for the character of Miss Beetle? No. What were you drawing from then? My sister, who was nine years older than me, had seven children. And I was used to being in a room full of 
you know, two-year-old, four-year-old, six-year-old, eight-year-old, 10-year-old, and I knew how to handle kids. It, it was so easy. And they respected me and I respected them. So they paid attention, you know, it was, a, and, they, and they loved Michael and they, they would never misbehave. There was one boy, one boy in the whole four years that I was on the show that um, didn't, do, didn't do his homework and Michael made him leave and he replaced him. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Wow. Show up on time, know your words. Um, and that was it. That was his rule for wow. adults and children. Wow. Yes. Pretty. Yeah. Other I than that, we had a great time. Yeah. I had, um, I had, uh, Karen Grassley on just, uh, actually just within the last couple of weeks. And she was saying that, um, Michael was very, um, you know, like he, he knew his schedule. Like he was, cause I mean, I mean, let's face it. The guy was unbelievable. I mean, he was, you know, producing, directing, creating, acting, you know, whatever. I mean, unbelievable. Um, what was that like for you to be in that environment on that set? Like, what was a typical day like for you on the set of Little House on the Prairie? It was, it was fabulous. It was organized. It was fun. We always had fun. Um, I mean, there was a lot of laughs on the set. Um, let me ask you what what uh, you were talking about, like a like a typical day on the set with with Michael. Um, was it? Uh, did you have a preference, by the way, of shooting in Simi Valley versus uh, the Paramount lot? Not at all. It was. I love. I love being on the Paramount lot. I mean, it's historical. I love. Yeah. I love being there. Uh, but Simi Valley was amazing because it was the real Walnut Grove. You know, I would arrive, uh, it would, we had to park um, several miles away from the set, park the car, car would pick you up, take you up and over the hills and into where we were shooting to the makeup truck and the costume truck and all of those. And then wow. you get all made up, made up and in costume. And then you walk over a hill and there is Walnut Grove. Oh my gosh. The whole town. That, that you go over the creek and there's the mill and there's the Olson store and there's the church school. Um, it was a real town. And wow. I felt my, my grandmother came from Iowa uh, on a covered wagon with, wow. as, as a baby, really. So I used to imagine what it must've been like dressed in my old West costume, you know, my, my period peeped out and hat, but I felt right at home. You know, being in costume with the wig and, and all of that, walking into Walnut Grove, it was very comfortable. And of course, those were just the exteriors because, you know, when we walked into the store or the school, that was all shot on Paramount's lot. So, you know, we would spend three days in Simi Valley and maybe four days on Paramount lot. Wow. Now, I had heard or I had read that when you were uh, riding like in the buckboard or whatever and and you were you know going over the you know over you know the, the, the bridge or whatever and you're seeing the town that you kind of felt like um I don't know uh, for lack of a better term like a past life experience I was there that's what I mean my grandmother came in a covered wagon and I felt like I was experiencing something that my family had done of course we all have experienced that we didn't just you know appear in the 20th century, we all right. came from someplace. And, uh, but I, I really felt connected. It was very comfortable. What a cool experience, seriously. Oh, I got to do it for four years. Oh my gosh. So did, um, did you, did you feel like you kind of, um, I don't know, you know, for lack of a better term, kind of became Miss Beetle when you were there? Yeah, I did. Listen, it was the seventies. I was a hippie, mm -hmm. you know? Uh, and to tell that I was a, you know, when I was yeah. home and with my friends and stuff. But once I put that costume on and the wig and was in the schoolroom, I was Miss Beetle for sure. Wow, that's Very wild. Cool. Yeah, just for everybody out there, um, Charlotte has a book which is entitled Little House in the Hollywood Hills. Oh. And um, it's a, it, it's, it, I have not, I, I'll be quite honest, I haven't read the whole thing. I've kind of skimmed and I just, geez, yeah, thank you. There it is, right there on screen. Of course, it's backwards. <laughs> yeah, you can read it. It's totally clear. See, there it you really can, is. There's the hippie I was, right there. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. You, by the way, I mean, I got to, I, 
I want to talk about that. I just want to make sure one thing before I go. Are you still close with certain cast members? Oh, absolutely. Allison Arngram and uh, um, Wendy Lee, they are very, very, we're very close. I mean, they, I'm, Allison and I became very close once we started going to all the, you know, events out of town, greeting mm -hmm. the cast of Little House on the Prairie. We traveled together. We went to Europe together. Uh, Wendy and I, when we do our Meet the Fan show, um, we always share, we share a hotel room because it's just fun. We're like, you know, college kids or something, you know, oh, what makeup are you wearing? Is that, can I borrow your lipstick? You know? Oh my gosh. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Allison's been on the show multiple times. Uh, to say that Allison has incredible energy is saying an understatement. I know, I know. Yeah. And she knows Little House better than anyone on the planet, as far as I'm concerned. I yeah, mean, she really made a career out of it. You know, I did a lot of other shows. You know, I did Twin Peaks and I did, you know, stuff with David Lynch and, um, you know, and other shows. But um, Allison did Little House on the Bridge. She's Nelly to the bones. I agree with you. I totally agree. Well, let's talk a little bit about your, your other uh, career uh, to say the least, by the way, the one I got to get off right away because I am a big Doors fan is I read about you with, and I love it. It's a, now we've got Jim Morrison's ghost yeah, coming he's... to the top. Um, I had read that you were very close and what, um, yeah. how did that, how did that happen? When did you meet Jim Morrison? I met him. Um, I used to have a clothing store called the Liquid Butterfly. I made cowboy shirts and peasant dresses and stuff. And it was in the same building as the manager for Crosby, Stills, Nash & Young, Joey wow. Mitchell, Jackson Brown, the rock and roll. I was around it a lot on a daily basis. And I came into my store one day and there was Jim Morrison standing there looking out the window at Electra Records, which was across the street. And he said, he said, oh, do you, do you mind if I'm here? <laughs> Give me a break. Wow. <laughs> But make a long story short, we used to all go out for lunch and drinks and stuff. And I became a drinking buddy of Jim. Did was it was it was there anything romantic there or was oh, it purely no. just buds? No. Okay, I'm gonna put it this way. I was a drinking buddy with benefits. Okay. Okay, you get it. Okay. I <laughs> he could he could trust me. In fact, that's how I happened to go on a five-day road trip with him. He was, he had been arrested in Florida for indecent exposure mm -hmm. and he was facing possible jail time and he was being hounded by the paparazzi and all. And he called me up one day and he said, I got to get out of town. You want to go? And I went, sure. Wow. So we jumped in his car and he didn't even know where he wanted to go. So I directed and we drove up highway one, California, up the coast. I took him through Solvang and took him through you know, all the little towns up there. Beautiful. We Cambria, probably Cambria. There. We went to visit friends up there. Um, and he he met some friends of mine that hadn't a clue who he was. Wow. You know, by this time, he had full beard, long hair. And I in my book, there's a picture. Um, but he needed to get away. So we got away and he trusted me. And then we came home. Um, and I never saw him again. Wow. Within six months, he was gone. Was he, what was he like as a, just as a person, you know, like wait, five days with somebody, you know him. I, I know that you must know people like this. He was extremely quiet and very funny. He had this very dry sense of humor. Mm -hmm. And he used to just sit back and observe and make a wry comment or something. But, you know, I just... Uh, we were just friends with benefits. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, he's That's a very awesome. intelligent guy. There's no doubt about that. Oh, yeah. my God. Yes. Yes. Yeah. It, it, it was fun. Very cool. Very cool. Really, really amazing. I mean, to hear and just to hear that. I mean, I, I'm like, wow, Jim Morrison. Um, so <laughs> there's so many. You're, you're an amazing woman, by the way. You really are. Hey, um, Michael, did you hear that? <laughs> Michael's. <laughs> you're your husband yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, was the you know obviously you had the set of little house on the prairie and then you've got the set of twin peaks and the set of eraser head <laughs> <The set of laughs> <Eraserhead. laughs> 
<laughs> but tell me this. And I was what? doing a racer head at the same time I did an episode of the Waltons. Oh my gosh, that's right. By the way, didn't you do the pilot? Yeah. Yeah. I did that. Here we go again. Now we've got the ghost. I'm going next next week. I'm going to back to Iowa, I think it is, and we're going to work together there. Uh, Not work. We're we're meeting fans. uh, The the Walton's cast. Oh my gosh! Include me. God bless their souls. Well, my gosh, what are the chances that you get Miss Beetle on Little House in the Prairie, and then you were in the pilot, the Foundling, basically of the Waltons. But by the way. What the heck? What was that like working on that? You know, it was like most shows that I did. I worked on, I did so many shows. Tons. You know, if, you, if you look at my IMDb, it's, you know, there's- Oh, it's loaded. Shows and most of them are Westerns. So mm-hmm. I didn't know these people. It was, it wasn't their first episode. They shot the pilot. This was actually the second episode they shot, but they liked it so much. They made it the first episode. Wow. They put it on the air first. So I was very pleased about that. Um, but yeah, it was, to me, it was just, it was another TV show, but what was crazy is because David Lynch only worked at night. So I was, uh, I was at the American Film Institute until six in the morning. Then I had to go home, take a shower, appear at, um, Warner Brothers for the Waltons at about seven o'clock in the morning. So (laughs) it was, oh my gosh, (laughs) the, the the ultimate and also the toughest part of being an actor. Yeah. (laughs) Wow. That's crazy. Um, so you did, uh, you, you worked with David Lynch was, uh, by the way, what, what is he like as a, as a director? He's very, um, serious, very dedicated, very quiet. Um, he knows exactly what he wants, whether you understand it or not. And I've tried to explain that to actors when Mm -hmm. he says, reach under the bed and yank on the suitcase until I tell you to stop. Because I've, I've had that people ask me that all the time. What were you doing? I said, I was just doing what David told me to do. He has an image in his head of what he wants to see. You don't have to understand why as an actor, you just do it. And that's what I tell people, just do what he says. He's got it in his head, what it's gonna look like, how it will develop and uh, just trust. Wow. You don't have to understand every little, you know, thing. Yeah. Now, another one along there, I mean, there are so many. I mean, anybody just, you know, this is a, an actress that has done it all, believe <laughs> me. Um, so, look, you mentioned Tim Con- Constantine. 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 Thank you. Tim Constantine. Boy, talk about a mouthful for me this morning. But um, <laughs> obviously, my three sons, uh, did, is that how you met, met Tim? Yeah. Yeah. That was one of my first jobs. Uh, my first job was the Loretta Young show. Yeah. Loretta Young. It was oh, please. very uncommon for a big movie star to do a TV show. So everybody was, you know, it was quite a big deal. Was and, she, was she quite, uh, quite sweet or not? Cause that was always the image. Let's be honest. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Come on. What was she like? She ran, the, she ran the show. You know what I tell you? She had um, a little box on the front of the camera. If you swore, you had to put in $5 or something. That's like a that. lot of money, by the way, yeah. then. And and swearing that damn or, you know, whatever. You no, know, that that was true. That was true. She was very religious. Mm-hmm. But I don't, I, I never got to know her. I did three different ones. Only one with her. I did. Excuse me. I've got the hiccups. <laughs> <laughs> wow. You're a human being. I think we're okay. <laughs> Yeah, um, I, I, I really didn't know her at all. She was the star of the show, and 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 she was the star of the show. And you so, knew it, yeah. I yeah. got you. So my three sons. Then uh, t- you meet Tim. Was it, uh, you know, for lack of a better term, was it that moment, like you know, when you met each other? Did you were you like, oh my oh, gosh, like you hit well, it? I did three different episodes. Over three different three, characters am i right on that three different characters yeah, yeah. In, in my three sons same director he's the one that liked me very much peter tewksbury uh, so he kept having me back but not as the same character and then then uh, tim and i started dating and uh i was actually s- still finishing college i was at the pasadena playhouse finishing my third year when wow. i got that part so um oh it's very exciting tim would come pick me up in pasadena 
as a oh my. maturity. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. That, I mean, think of that. Seriously, because he was show. he was big. I mean, yeah. he was he was a well-known. You know, what was I mean, he like, by the way? What was he like? Uh, yeah, obviously he just passed not that long ago. I know, a year ago. Yeah. yeah. Um, he loved race cars. Uh, we used to race go-karts all the time. Um, I used to work on his engine. <laughs> really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, after race, you have to take your uh, go-kart apart and um, clean it and everything. So I would be in the garage on the floor cleaning his engine after a race. So oh I mean, that was after we got married. Um, what was he like as a man? He was a sweetheart. He came from a loving, loving family, sister and brother older than him. Uh, his mother was Carmen Pantages of the Pantages Theater in Hollywood. Oh my god! His gosh. father was John Considine, um, who directed Boys Town. Oh, he's a theater family. He was a movie family. And wow. uh, and they were they were just down to earth and sweet and uh, I really I loved them very much. Wow! You know, but we were young and I don't know if we should have gotten married. Yeah, well, you did. <laughs> I was a rebel. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty wild. Now, um, the other thing I I remember reading or hearing is you were uh, your your you had your your parents down or something like that to the set because um, they they got to meet the cast. Well, when, as I was growing up, we watched I Love Lucy all the time. Mm -hmm. I love Lucy. You know, Lucy, Desi, Fred, and Ethel. Oh, totally. My father, this was his first time on a, on a movie set or on a TV show. You know, come from, I come from a farm in Yuba City. You know, they- You've if, got to be kidding never me. been to Los Angeles. You farm so. and you end up on Little House. Unbelievable. Well, Little House came a lot, late, lot later. But, but still. I'm on, yeah. I'm on my three sons. My father and mother come to visit. Um, there's a picture of them in my book with Bill Frawley. Wow. Oh, that made it for my dad. All of a sudden, I'm gold. I'm, I can't make any mistakes ever again because Bill Frawley took us to lunch. Oh my gosh. Oh yeah. That Nicodell's famous Nicodell's. Yeah. Wow. Wow. That's they oh I didn't realize that you went to lunch with him. That's pretty wild. They took us to lunch, yeah. And and Bill was so, you know, I mean, he was well known, of course. And so we got to go in through the kitchen, you know. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's so cool. I mean, as, so cool. as anybody that, you know, <laughs> wants to make their parents feel good, that had to be wonderful. I scored so big. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's a biggie. That's a real biggie. Um, so what was the, uh, what was it like on the set of My Three Sons, by the way? You know, once again, what was that? It was, it you know, was of course really you got Fred normal. McMurray. I'm looking for that picture of my parents. Oh my gosh, I can see it really clear. That's wonderful. Yeah. Like wonderful. Oh, I love that. I know. What, yeah. What was that? What was it like on the set of My Three Sons? What was the vibe? Because I know that Fred oh, was, is like, he did his stuff and he was gone. Yeah. Well, Fred, I mean, um, um, what's his name? Father, uh, Fred McMurray. Yeah. Uh, he wasn't there a lot. I never worked with him. I only mm -hmm. worked with the boys. You know, I did three different shows as three different characters. I wasn't the same character. How I crazy is that? that to me. <laughs> but no, I, I never met Fred McMurray. So I don't know. Okay, I got you. Um, by the way, the the other one. Sorry, but it comes to me sometimes later in the interview. You were you mentioned having that clothing store. But am I correct? You also lived up in Topanga Canyon. In oh LA? yeah. Yeah. So between that and Laurel Canyon, I'm sorry. The picture but, here of Joni Mitchell at my in my house. Yeah, I was gonna say because you got Joni Mitchell, you got uh, the Crosby, Stills, name. Oh wow, that's so cool. That's on my porch. I mean, come on. Come on. Yeah. What was that vibe like? I'm a I'm a huge fan of that whole time period with like, well, you know, Crosby, Stills, Nash, Jackson, Brown. They were all up there at that time. And they were, were all in my store. I told you my store was across the hall from their manager. Wow. So rock and roll was part of my, you know, that's that was life. What know? what um what were they like? Uh, I guess when you think of Jackson Brown, you think of Crosby, Stills, Nash. What were what were they like as as people they, at that time? They were. They were bigger than life um they were at the top of their game their success it was when all of that uh laurel canyon topanga canyon music rock and roll was just out there i just happened to be in the right place 
Were, did they have a big head or were they were they very, you know? Well, maybe David Crosby. <laughs> yeah, I know. Everybody says that about him. Yeah, yeah. You know, but you know what? He could be bigger than life. That was fun. That was great. Yeah. Um, I was just amazed that I was there, you know, at that time of rock and roll. I was just amazed constantly. Charlotte Stewart from Yuba City, California. You know, I just, uh, I couldn't get over my good fortune to be where I was at the time. I was so wow that's pretty cool and totally surprising i know you went on to uh to uh be with uh neil young or whatever in in a well actually a recent human highway yes yeah but did you know neil then oh yeah he was uh like i say his manager was across the hall elliot and that was my guy for a while elliot oh oh okay elliot roberts so you know we'd go to the troubadour you know, come in the back door and, oh, and when Joan, this is the reason I got to know Joni is she came out, she moved out from Canada, Saskatoon, and moved into Laurel Canyon. She didn't drive, she, and she didn't have a car, and I lived in Laurel Canyon then, so Elliot would say, can you take Joni to the Troubadour, or can you, you know, Joni needs to this or that, so that's how we became friends. In fact, she cut my bangs. Oh my I God. had long hair you know, kind of parted in the middle of that long, you know, the hippie yeah. thing. And Joni said, you need bangs. And she just went and cut my bangs. And I've had bangs ever since. Oh I don't know if that's gosh. a side story or not. But that's okay. I don't mind any of these stories, Charlotte. So <laughs> did, um, that's pretty cool. So was Joni, uh, I mean, was she kind of shy then or? Yeah, I guess she was pretty serious. She was um, a painter. I mean, she was an artist. She always had, you know, an easel set up in her, in her uh, house, ready to. In fact, oh, I don't have it. I sold it. Um, oh. she, I shouldn't say that. It's okay. <laughs> she, hey, it's okay. Gave, I think everybody. She gave me a painting one time um, that ended up being the cover of *Ladies of the Canyon*, and she had done four of them, and then chose one to do uses the album, and she gave the others to friends. Wow. So. That's cool. Was she with uh, uh, Graham Nash or David Crosby at that time? Graham. She was with Graham then. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Kind of hard to tell, you know, in those days. Kind of hard to tell in those days. You know, everybody was with everybody. I got you. I got you. Wow. Okay. Really cool, by the way. I just love it. It's just, you just take me there and I'm like, oh God. We're talking about the seventies, okay? Yeah, I know. It's a cool time. Um, You know, there are a lot of things happening then. Good and bad. What? You weren't even born. Oh, come on. I was born. I was born. I was alive in the seventies. So anyway, um, I want to go into some of the other shows you run. You run um, Mannix with uh, Mike Connors. did was there anything going on there between you two or or is that just friends or what nothing no i was just a guest star okay no, no there was no i, I didn't, never saw him off the set. well actually when i had the liquid butterfly uh the store i told you about uh was on santa monica boulevard this is weird this is weird i'm there one day and i had met john voigt at a restaurant I don't know, the week before something, I was sitting at a table doing a crossword puzzle and, and he said hello or something. And I don't know how we told him about the store. So I look up and the door opens. Mannix and Voight, I can't remember what he said, are entering at the same time. One going, oh, excuse me, you know, and they both looked at me. And I, I don't know who decided to leave. Maddox decided to leave and John came in. And it, it, was, it was a crazy time. Okay? What a crazy time. It was a crazy time. Um, did you and John Voight become friends or? Kind of. I, no, not, no, not for long. I got I'll you. Put it that way, not for long. No. Yeah, I, I He took you. me to dinner one time and um, something showed up in the newspaper a day or so later, and he thought that I had called a reporter and told him I had had dinner with John Voight, and I had never and would never, and I never heard from him again. Isn't that crazy? It was wow. just, it was weird. We were just in a restaurant having dinner, and 
Oh, how weird. How weird about life. What there were a lot. I mean, seriously, you have so many. I mean, I'm just going to reel off a couple of these. You tell me if you've got any story there. Okay. Uh, Bill Murray. That's the first. Oh, what a jerk. (laughs) Complete jerk. Yeah. No. No. Well, well, how's just this? How did you meet Bill? How's that? Uh, my girlfriend and I heard there there was a big party or dance party or something at some um, club or something, and we couldn't get in because we were nobody. And Bill Murray comes in behind me and he goes, "There was me," and of course we go, you know, into yeah. the party. And then we went out to dinner afterward, my girlfriend and I and Bill, and he went home with me. Wow. And my girlfriend didn't talk to me for two days. Oh my gosh. Okay. <laughs> well, at least it was only two days. Okay. <laughs> wow. Okay. But in the long run, you did not appreciate him, obviously. Yeah. No. No. Uh, right. No. Okay. Okay. The other ones that I saw, Stuart Margolin, who a lot of people might not know just by who name. He just but I, passed might... away a, what, a year ago or so. He did. I didn't know that. I went to school with Stuart. Oh, you did? You Stuart did. Stuart Margolin was in the Pasadena Playhouse. He was in my class. We were oh, I didn't know friends. that. Yeah, we were close for many, many years. Um, and then he, he moved out of California, went to Canada. Um, I went to visit him several times up in Canada at his house. And then he and Pat moved to the East Coast and I didn't see them again. I called them one time uh, when I was on one of my interview, one of my autograph shows mm-hmm. and thought that I might be able to come by. But she, he said that he wasn't well and he didn't think they could, you know, have company. So I really, I didn't see him after that. But yeah, yeah was- we, were, we were close for many years. I did several shows that he directed, you know, um, I can't remember the name of them now, but one with one with oh i don't remember i did well, he was he was super talent talented i mean love oh, american style so and then you got rockford files was such yeah, rockford files i mean oh, come on so good yeah yeah um what about uh and uh, victor french um I, I knew that obviously from little house but i feel like there's something else there yeah really what, what went uh, on there is that just good friends what well you know we victor victor and i are about the same age um he had just gotten a divorce and was having a real bad time trying to you know be with his kids and stuff we were on the set together all the time mm-hmm. and so you know what can i say we went home together sometimes you know yeah, i got it, was it. A, it was a it was a good good loving friendship and i will cherish his friendship for the rest of my life i just so miss him he was the dearest dearest man just great actor so much yeah how, how did what was he like by the way offset oh funny um terrible swear words just <laughs> awful yeah uh shocking you know he loved to shock people um yeah i just i adored victor yeah oh, i love that and and you know another one another tie-in am i right on this ralph wait i <laughs> I mean, I was kind of blown away. I'll be honest with you. I, I was like, Ralph, wait, wait a minute. We're back to the Waltons again. What, what, how'd that tie-in come in? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we got along. <laughs> Did you meet him, though, while he was doing the Waltons? Absolutely. First day I was on the show, he went home with me. Oh, my gosh. That's wild. I know. That's yeah. wild. Seriously, it, it's just crazy because you think of Little House on the Prairie, you think of the Waltons, and then you think of that that you know the two yeah, he was, he crazy. was brand new in the show he hadn't he hadn't done a lot of work um oh. he was funny he was uh, he changed a lot later um he got extremely religious oh i didn't know um, that <laughs> maybe because of me <laughs> no we got along we got along really well and i saw him uh, not personally, but I we were we did a lot of shows at the same time, so I would run into him. And um, I know that we were um, we we became friends. I'll put it that way. We became friends. Mm-hmm. And I then, think that's terrific. You know, you know, you, you you go separate ways, and and you don't see people for years. And uh, you know, he he was very ill at the end. The last time I saw him, I think we were 
We were back in Missouri, some place with the, in fact, next week, I'm going to be with the Waltons. I'm mm -hmm. going to, I'm going to do a show in, in, oh, in Illinois. Um, and I'll be with the whole cast of the Waltons. But yeah, um, he, he, get, he was ill. Oh, you know? wow. Wow. I've, by the way, I've had Judy Norton on and Michael Lerner and uh, Judy. I mean, I love them both. They, they were just terrific. And uh, but Judy is just unbelievable. She's like another version of uh, Allison. Oh, I know. She just Walton. takes over. And you should see when they're both in the same show. Oh. <laughs> She's absolutely crazy. Oh, so I'll see her uh, next week in Illinois. Oh, well, please tell her hi for me. We, I, I like will. I said, I've had her on several times. Wonderful woman. Um, yeah. What um here's the here's the other side. Do you well, have a list that you're looking at? No, I just I I I I sit there and I think I think you know <laughs> of all the because I sit there and I research everybody that I talk to and I'm like, I just it hits me. That's why I like go back. Um, I want to go back to Michael Landon, which was kind of wild. He was on Highway to Heaven. Obviously, he was Highway to Heaven. But uh, you did an episode of Highway to Heaven. Did what was that like to be? You know, back, back together it was again. Great. But it, it was it was really great. Um, I was very pleased that I think he went back and and hired a lot of a lot of people from Little House to do Highway to Heaven. Uh, right. It was good to see him because Victor French was there, and you know, and it was a two episode, um, two part episode. Oh, so nice. I got to spend quite a lot of time there. It was good. It was a very kind of critical time in my life. I had just gotten out of rehab. Um, and that was the first job I had. So did he was, know that? Did he realize that you? I just... don't know that I mentioned it at all. Okay. Um, but uh, I was grateful. I was grateful for the work at that point in my life. Yeah, you know, I, I you know, my show is always uh, in general. I don't like sit there and dwell on the bad or whatever. I like people to walk away feeling good. But in your case, it is a feel good. You were like. I mean, it sounds like you went down to the bottom, like, you know, like you had hit bottom. I read that it was, as they say, vodka and hot dogs. And it was, uh, it was a rough ride, you know, I uh, was, what can you tell, like how, how close to the bottom had, were you when you, when you, yeah, it was, it, it got pretty bad. Um, I just got a, I got out of control. Um, I was actually uh, staying with Jack Nance, who was my co-star on Eraserhead. Oh, and he was in a really bad place. Um, and I finally, I just woke up one morning and I called my doctor and I said, I think I have a problem with alcohol. And he set me up at a hospital in Beverly Hills. Um, I can't remember the name of it, but I went in there for six weeks, changed my life. Um, but I still, I had a, a business manager who managed to spend all my money and lose my house oh i hate that story before he died oh. he he passed away um leaving me in complete yeah it's my own fault i i understand that but he left me completely destitute oh. um so it was a very very hard time and that's when michael asked me to do you know the highway to heaven um and i i so appreciated you know the job at the time and I did get back on my feet and, um, you know, life goes on. And You've been sober a long time too, right? How, how many years is it now? Well, uh, 36, 36. Oh my gosh. That's so, hey, major kudos to you. I, I, I got so much respect for that. That's pretty cool. Um, I mean, I'm always curious about this. I've had other people on that have experienced this. How do you, like you said, I woke up that morning, but really what hit you in that moment that you go, that's it. I am done. I physically, I could hardly walk. Um, mm. I was down to probably 99 pounds. Oh my gosh. Um, I was very ill. Um, I just, things got out of control, especially with the business manager that I was mm. in such a deep depression that I couldn't really see what I was doing to myself uh, until I went to this recovery program, which saved my life. Boy, I mean, so many, I mean, I hate to say it, but so many don't make that call. I know. I go every day. I go to a meeting every day. Wow. Well, really cool. Really cool. I love hearing that. Um, uh, the, uh, I going to ask, oh, this is one for myself. I'll be honest. Okay. Then came Bronson. I'm sure a lot of, a lot of my, my viewers are like, what show is he talking about? 
I love that show with Michael Parks. I, I, I remember too. distinctly with my sister, we both saw the, the first show and we were like, I love this show. Yeah. Can you tell me anything about that or Michael Parks? Michael Parks, I adored Michael Parks. He was, you know, I mean, I wasn't that much younger than he was, but I played younger for so many years, you know. Mm -hmm. uh, I was supposed to be like 19 in the show and I think I was 26 or something. I wow. I adored him. I had such a crush on him, but I, I, I don't know why that show didn't, didn't last longer. I think it was so cool. I know it was, super, it. It was a super cool seventies series. Yeah. Oh, one of my favorites. Oh my God. This is another one that I saw you quote that I loved, by the way, you said that during a lot of these shows in the seventies, you wore your own clothes. Ah, yeah. Is that, that's well, true. I, I don't, I don't know why. Um, I had a clothing store for so many years. Yeah, but um, it's still. I, I gave it up when I got Little House in the Prairie. I couldn't do both. But yeah, for my the Liquid Butterfly was my clothing store, um, and they used. In fact, I did clothes for some of the westerns. Uh, I used to get calls from costumers to make. I need uh, two identical dresses for this actress, and she'll come in. So you know, I didn't even, you know didn't realize what I was doing. Wow, wow. <laughs> Practically giving them away, you know, I sold them for $25 or something. Oh my gosh, think of what those were, all originals. Oh my gosh. Um, by the way, I think it's a good time to at least, um, your Mrs. Beetle bags, uh, oh. are you still, are, when are you still doing them? Because I hear about that all the time. Oh, hang on. Oh, just... Sure, of course, go ahead, go ahead, please. For anybody that's listening and you're not watching, she is uh, right now. Charlotte is going to grab some of the bags because she's going to show them on screen. Um, for those of you that don't know, Mrs. Miss Beetle bags are pretty pretty cool. She, I mean, you can't get more personal. Oh, that's cool. That's Michael Landon. Yeah. And that's that's my beetle bag. Oh, they're very well done. I make I make these with all the um, characters on Little House on the Prairie. And where where can people get them? Oh gosh, am I supposed to put my email on the air? You don't have to put your email on, but if there is something that if you you can sell if you want if you want uh, you can tell them that they I guess they can you can reach out to that. Yeah, classic. reach out to you and and yeah. you'll send me an email. Yeah. That's the way I do it. Yeah, um, I do a lot of of uh, uh, autograph shows, you know, through the year, and I mm -hmm. that's what I make them mostly for. I've just shipped a whole bunch for my next trip. Um, I understand. But yeah, this is what keeps me sane, besides my dear husband who's walking in and out. This is what well, keeps look. me sane is I sew every day. Wow. I used to be a competitive roller skater when I was a kid. And my sister taught me to make the little skirt because you know I lived on a farm and you couldn't buy skating skirts. So I learned to make them and and I've been sewing ever since. Well, you do such a good job. By the it's way, just for so the people. <laughs> I get it. Insane. Okay, so if people want a beetle bag, write to that's classic TV at gmail.com and right. I will forward that on. Uh, okay. That's you one. Got a deal. You got it. Well, that's um that's pretty amazing. Well, I gotta tell you, I, I don't wanna I don't wanna take up all you know any more of your time. You've been so darn nice, um, to say the least. Anytime we can do it again. Well, you know what? I I'll tell you what. Tell you what, I am going to reach out to you, and, and I'll, I'll tell you why. I I have um, there's a couple of actors and actresses that have come back. Allison being one. Yes. Uh, Dean will be coming back in the future as well, and I it gives the opportunity for the Little House fans to ask you questions, and so I I have them send them to me, and then I you know I'll reach out to you, and then we we can do another one, and that would be can great. Ask you questions. Yeah, I just got off the road with Dean and um, Allison wasn't there. She was, oh wait, yes, she was. That's right. She just got back from Europe. and From she France? With a serious case of the flu. So oh, wow. bad. She had to stay in her hotel room. Oh my gosh. So we, didn't, we didn't get to work together this time, but Dean was there. <laughs> oh my gosh. This, isn't that crazy? I've never had that happen. Oh, that's I mean, that's, that's wild. A part of me is like, maybe I need to leave that in just for people to see that. <laughs> I mean, it's crazy. Well, uh, let's it's see if it comes the... back to normal so I can actually end the episode with you on a, you know, without, <laughs> you see that too, where it looks like you're, yeah. 
Oh my gosh, that's nope, crazy. Oh, and my tongue out too. Oh, that's charming. Yeah, let's. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's the ghost of my spirit. I mean, I will definitely leave some of this in for sure. Yeah. Trust me, between you and I, like you know, some of it. But you know, obviously, some of uh, just tell uh, it. it's the ghost of all my old lovers. Okay. Well, it is funny we're, when we were talking about some of these people that came up. I mean, it's really wild. Shana over Michael. Can you? Oh, there you go. Hey, hey, you're clear. You're clear. Oh, I am. Where is she? I want. I just want you to see Shana. She'll be right here. Do you want to see the single biggest reason we're together? Yeah. <laughs> Did you hear that? There's the single smallest reason. Oh, is oh just a oh, 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 look at the love. Nice to meet you, Michael. Oh my gosh, look at the love. She's I mean, 14 seriously. 14 years old. Oh my she's gosh, she, she looks she like a little pup. Walk every day, all by off leash. She just walks around the neighborhood. Well, you must feed her really well because she looks just so youthful. I know. Wow, what a beautiful, beautiful dog. Um, Charlotte, I, I got to tell you, seriously, I've had so much fun with you. I mean, our technical difficulties, whatever, with the screen, <laughs> whatever. But it's really been so much fun. Um, thank thank you. you so much for being on. And um, anything, I guess the, bit, the, the way that I close with everyone is I say, are there any charities that are dear to your heart? And are there, is there anything, especially for you with the Little House fans that you would like to say to the Little House fans? So both well of them. I, I, the, the charity that I support the most here, I live in Napa, California, and I'm a cancer survivor, a oh. breast cancer survivor. And so I raise money for a, um, a um, an event. It's, it's called Bosom Buddies. And it's, it's special care for cancer patients after they've had chemo radiation and all of that, where you feel awful. Oh, it's the bottom of the weeks. bottom you know, of treatment after you've been through all that. And uh, I support that with my beetle bags, my beetle bags. Very nice, really nice, really warm. And what would you say to the Little House fans that are listening? What, what oh, would keep you watching, keep watching. I need that $1.75. <laughs> Those residuals are coming in, folks. I got a check for what, 38 cents? 38 cents the other day yeah uh, <laughs> wow well they love you i will tell you that they definitely love you so okay. pretty thank cool. you so much this was a lot of fun oh i had a ball with you i really did and you have a wonderful beautiful dog there and uh um it's just been a blast thanks so much for being part of it and we'll be in touch okay thank you John. Right. thank you take care of yourself Thanks again for listening, and if you'd like to see the additional content or my newsletter, as well as all the other additional things that you can get, uh, please go to patreon.com slash that's classic. And I'm also on YouTube, uh, where you can see me and the guests do the interview at youtube.com slash that's classic TV. Thank you.